Welcome to the Fit40 Podcast, where we take all the confusing, conflicting fitness and nutrition information and break it down so that you can live your healthiest, strongest, most energized life. I'm your host, Brian Fitzsimmons. Let's get it started. What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about how to train pain-free after 40, because as we know, when it comes to toning, the two-prong approach is build muscle, burn body fat. So today, we're going to be talking about how to do that building muscle without hurting yourself, because let's be real. Everybody who has tried to go back to the gym, or I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people who go back to the gym, they really just like always go back to the thing that they used to do in high school or they used to do this. And it's really this just never ending cycle of go to the gym, work out hard, push it to the point where you get hurt, nurse it, and then you start back from square one. And then you do the whole cycle all over again. And we're not making any progress. We're not getting any better and we're really leaving a lot of gains on the table as far as muscles concerned so today we're going to be talking about exactly what you need to do to make sure that we're pain-free and that we're actually getting the results that we're trying to be achieving in the gym that we're putting all that blood sweat and tears towards so first thing we're going to cover five big ones first thing we're going to cover is going to be range of motion now This is for all the people that feel that you got to deadlift, bench, or squat the quote-unquote right way. There is no one right way to do any exercise, especially when it comes to range of motion. When you squat, you do not need to touch your butt to your ankles. When you do a deadlift, it does not need to be with the weights touching the ground. And when you do a bench press, you don't need to touch your chest because you can do half of that range of motion and still get incredibly strong and build a lot of muscle. Now, especially in the over 40 crowd, as we get older, we just are not one as flexible. We're not as good at recovering our joints and skin and everything just is not as elastic as it used to be. And because of that range of motion sometimes can be compromised. So when you do that bench to your chest touching, maybe the shoulders are not ready for that. So all of a sudden you have this shoulder pain or when you do squats, you go so low that all of a sudden your knees are starting to ache. Or when you deadlift, you can't go to a certain point without rounding your back to the point where it may hurt. So for this reason, you want to make sure that we're doing the right range of motion. And for a lot of people that can require some setup. So when it comes to like deadlifts, for example, putting them on blocks, like say you have a barbell and some weights, putting them under a couple of blocks can help a lot because that's going to raise it up a little higher. And when we get that bar or whatever to like knee height, that's usually ideal. So if you want to do that in a squat rack, you can do that. Um, And then when it comes to squats, you can squat to a bench or a chair or something that stops you at a certain point where you don't have the ability to go any lower and put yourself in a bad position. And then with benching, you could do like a floor press where you're laying on the ground. So your elbows physically cannot go past where your back is. And that can be a really easy fix, or you can put a block, uh, like something that can attach to the barbell or just stop yourself halfway. All of these can work incredibly well. So regardless of the exercise, it doesn't have to be those big three, but whatever you're doing, always be conscious and think, 
do I feel worse or better after doing this exercise? Because if you're that type of person that does a bench press and then goes in like does, if you can see the video, you see my arm doing these circles. Like if you're doing those back and forth after every single set, you can almost guarantee that that probably is the case that you went too far or you did too much. Or if you're squatting and you have to stop because your knees hurt so bad, that could also be why. Or hip pain, back pain, pretty much anything. Always test out like maybe not going as low or going as far. Number two is exercise selection in general. So this is, again, for those people that want to just bench squat deadlift. You see this a lot in that group of people because when you stick to things that are like dogmatic, when you stick to those exercises that you're quote unquote supposed to do by all the people that can't be bothered to actually learn anything about biomechanics and are like, well, this worked for me. Okay. Those are the things that are going to get you hurt because not everybody was made for these exercises. You should be fitting your, you should be fitting the exercise to you, not you fitting yourself to the exercise. So let's say barbell back squat, for example, this is one of my favorites. When you have the bar behind you, a lot of people do not have the mobility in their shoulders to even hold the bar there. So that's one, it's beating up your shoulders Two, when people do it more times than not, they do the chest up so much that it actually starts hurting their lower back because now their lower back is contracting instead of their abs doing the job. And then that creates a really bad squat pattern. Now, one simple way that you can fix both of those is by doing a goblet squat, holding it in front so you don't need the mobility in your shoulders to pinch them back. And when you hold things in front of you, it's front loaded. It makes it damn near impossible to not use your core and your upper back muscles that should be supporting the weight mostly. Okay, and let's say goblet squat's too easy for you. You could hold two dumbbells, one in each hand in front of you like a front squat. Or if you like the barbell and you have the uh, wrist mobility, you can hold the front squat with a barbell and do it that way. Because front squatting is usually better than back squatting when it comes to how it feels and everything. Will you be able to do as much weight? Probably not. But the name of the game when it comes to training over 40 is feeling even better leaving than you do getting there, not just sacrificing your your joint health and your overall health to try and prove to yourself that you still got it. Okay. Um, Number three is load. Perfect transition here because by load, I mean weight on the bar. A lot of times we get caught up in, I need to add five more pounds every single week, or I got to add 10 more pounds. I want to get back to the weight I was lifting in high school or whatever. And we go too fast to the point where joints and tendons can't catch up because when it comes to adaptation, your muscles and your central nervous system will adapt pretty fast. So central nervous system being like your coordination. That's why a lot of people get really strong, really fast when they start in their weight training program, because that mind muscle connection that your brain is making to all your muscles to create a more efficient movement that creates strength. Now that doesn't create like bone density and tendon and ligament health. Like we think it does that fast, but the coordination is there, which shows, which allows us to lift more weight. And then we got the muscle muscle because it's got great blood flow. We're actively using it. Those muscles will grow. Now, next on the list is what we were just talking about. 
okay, the tendons, the ligaments, the bone growth, that stuff takes a while because it just does not adapt as fast as the others. So when you're adding all this weight and you're getting really, really strong and coordinated and the muscles growing, okay, this causes us to overshoot on the strength before the ligaments are ready, before the tendons are ready to handle that weight, which can cause issues. All right. Now, after that, we have volume. This kind of goes hand in hand with the load, with the weight. If you're doing too many sets and reps, that's creating so much fatigue that it's probably going to be impossible to recover from if you push it too far. So you see this a lot in like CrossFit gyms, in like sometimes like the max challenge or like these other cardio based ones where it's like by the end of the workout, you've done 200 squats, you've done about 100 push ups, and you've done like like 500 bicep curls and they wonder what and you wonder why it hurts so making sure that you have a handle on how much weight you're using for how many sets and how many reps can help you really gauge what your body is ready for because whatever volume you give it you must recover from to create an adaptation and if you're missing one of those and it's not right then you're not going to get a great adaptation you might get hurt your hormonal health might take a hit a lot of bad things can happen if it's not in check. So making sure that we're getting about six to 10 sets per muscle group with moderate repetitions, like six to 12 reps is usually a good thing to aim for. Okay. That six to 10 sets is per week. So let's say you're doing uh, bench pressing. Okay. If you're doing three days a week, and you're bench pressing and you want to get six sets in, do two sets each workout. That's pretty much all you need, as far, especially if you're a beginner. If you're more advanced, you're going to need more. But when you're a new lifter, it's uh, the easiest way to explain it is kind of like toothpaste. So when you're a new lifter, you're basically like a fresh new thing of toothpaste. If you pinch it just a little bit, toothpaste is going to come out. But as you keep lifting and you start keep using that toothpaste, as you get higher and higher in your training age and you get lower and lower in that toothpaste, you got to like manipulate it and do some weird stuff to the tube just to get that little bit of toothpaste out. That's like the advanced techniques. So when you have to contort the um, toothpaste cartridge, whatever the heck it's called, the tube that's like when you have to go in and start doing advanced techniques like Bulgarian method or like all these other things that you see people doing on Instagram that look really cool that really don't provide a whole lot of benefit for beginners. So if you're a beginner or intermediate, that middle range, six to 10 sets, six to, um, sorry, yeah, six to 10 sets, six to 12 repetitions or 15 repetitions is usually the way we want to go. And then last but not least, the thing that brings this all together, you already heard me say it, is recovery. Because if we're not getting the right amount, the right kind of foods, the right amount of sleep, the right quality of sleep, we're not managing stress very well, and we're not getting any water or any sunlight or anything like that, it's going to make this whole process so much harder. Now, people get a little up, bent out of shape because they go to like a CrossFit box or like some, some uh, do a program that a pro athlete does. And they're like, oh, this is going to be really good. And then they get no results because they don't realize the pro athlete is not having wine every single night. The pro athlete has a nanny taking care of their kids. They're not waking up 
five times a night to take care of a toddler or like a newborn. They're not doing all these things that normal people do. So take that into account. Understand that you have X amount to give and you can only recover from that X amount. So it's not about doing the most you possibly can. It's doing the most that you can recover from. And if we keep that mentality and we keep that guiding our decisions, then that's what's going to keep you healthy. And that's what's going to get you the best results possible. So I hope that this was um, simple to follow along. I kind of went into the weeds a little bit, especially with that toothpaste analogy. I'm probably going to listen back and be like, that sounded so dumb. But I hope that I got the message across. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and you're a new listener, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. And if you're a returning listener, I would love your feedback. If you could take two seconds to just leave a quick review on iTunes or Spotify and rate the show, that would be greatly appreciated. So thank you in advance and have a great rest of your week.